Hey mama, do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know that the struggle is real, to say the least. One of the biggest challenges you've got to work through is the battle against the clock. It's so easy to run out of time or run out of energy or just run out of motivation and simply end up letting some of the balls drop. It's so disappointing to have such great intentions, but feel like you just can't make it happen, like you can't measure up. I know that feeling, but I'm here to tell you that although I don't have all the answers, I want to share with you some of the valuable tips and skills that I've learned that helped me not only get more done, but to live a more fulfilled life. I'm actually really excited about this conversation. I didn't realize how much I love planning and checklists and organizing, um, but knowing at the end of the day that I've not only been productive, but that my day, my life really has been meaningful. It's so exciting and it's so worth it. So keep listening. I'm going to give you all the juicy details today as I literally walk you through my calendar and also let you into my heart. So get out a pen and paper to take notes as I tell you exactly how I order my day to create productivity and purpose. Also, I want to mention that if you want some tangible tips that you can hold in your hand and start implementing today, head over to nourishingmichelle.com and subscribe for your free list. This is a beautiful PDF download that I created just for you, and it's going to give you my top 10 tips to helping you find more fulfillment while balancing motherhood and business like a boss. I'm not going to go into detail on each tip for lack of time. But this is going to equip you with some nourishing habits that you can adopt to start bringing some meaning to the mundane or some structure to your already crazy life and also some joy to your heart. And did I mention that it's free? So go check it out. You've got nothing to lose. And let's get into today's show. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together. I believe that time management is a necessary skill you've got to be able to lean on as you pursue your goals and pursue becoming the woman that you desire to be. I don't care if you're single, if you don't have kids, if you have a million kids, if you stay home and homeschool those babies, or if you work full time and build a business from home, good time management is necessary. Chances are, if you're listening, you're a lot like me, where you juggle a handful of things like cultivating a great marriage, managing a home, raising your kids, and all that that entails, homeschooling the kids, and even developing a business or pursuing outside projects too. The more you have on your plate, the more complex life can feel. 
And if you're not really focused and intentional, life can just feel overwhelming and stressful. When I added the aspect of business to my plate years ago, I absolutely loved it. Although being a wife and mom is number one to me, I love working and accomplishing fun things outside of motherhood. The biggest challenge has always been, how can I do all the things well? I have really high standards and a heart for excellence in all that I do. I'm a quality over quantity type person, but what happens when you need the quality, but also have the demand for quantity in your life to handle all of your responsibilities? I'm also what I would call a quote finisher, meaning I don't like to quit on a task until it's done. I don't like to have ASS anything for lack of a better word, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying. For me, you guys, business, it just put me over the edge on a self-development journey, which has been so incredibly valuable as I seek to be the best that I can be in all areas. The Lord has been so gracious to shift my quote self-development mindset to a more biblical perspective over the past year as I've learned and I'm learning the art of surrender. The truth is that my personal development actually doesn't hinge on me, but rather on me becoming like the person of Jesus. Everything I share on this podcast, is not just to encourage you in business, but to empower you in your mindset as a kingdom entrepreneur. There's a difference here, and it's all about the position of the heart and the attention that you prioritize. But this is a whole nother conversation. But as I began juggling business in the mix of everything else, of course, I was having babies, moving, breastfeeding, you know, life. It's just, there's always something going on. Growing and developing myself through time management has always been at the top of my list. It feels like this mystery when I see another woman who has such great success in all the areas. And I wonder like, how, how does she get it all done and actually sleep? (laughs) I have to admit, I've gotten pretty good in the past at the not sleeping part, but I don't recommend it. Then you'll just be crazy and busy and overwhelmed. So don't do that. (laughs) But in 2020, this was when things really started to pick up the pace for me. I felt like it was a year as I looked around where life either dramatically slowed down for some people or it moved faster than ever. And so for me, I ran at a million miles per hour, starting a new business from scratch and at one point juggling three home-based businesses. And did I mention that I homeschooled all through COVID and I have five kids with a lot of birthdays and just stuff. And one of my best accomplishments from 2020 was just going on weekly dates with my husband all year long. It was awesome. But you get the point. It was an intense year. A lot to do, a lot that was done. And at one point, I sat down because I was like, I got to get organized and I needed a solid schedule in place to help me manage it all with excellence. I found something that worked for me in that season. And it's been fun to learn after the fact that many of the strategies I implemented, they were just my own version of what many other business coaches and success strategists already teach. I don't know. I was just desperate. So now I plan out the remainder of my year and I reevaluate all that this fall is going to look like for our family. It's time to get back to the drawing board. And I bet you've already had a chance to sit down to map out the rest of the year too, or maybe you're in the process of doing it right now. If you would love another perspective to just evaluate your schedule, I hope that I can be some help today. Listen, in life, you must continually reevaluate what works for you 
in your season. I feel like I talk about this all the time, but there are different seasons of life and we have to always just walk in honesty and in authenticity to the season that we're in and it looks different. We also all have different personalities and the way that we function as well as completely different family dynamics. I will always encourage you to be true to yourself and to do what works for you while always staying humble and keeping an open mind to learn from others. For me, the first part of the year, this year, has been a slower season and I've not needed all the bells and whistles of structure in my life. A simple daily to-do list on my Google Notes has worked great for me on most days, but now as school is in swing and life is getting complicated with all the events and activities, it's time to get more organized and intentional in the easiest way possible. So as quickly as possible, I'm gonna try to paint a picture of exactly how I stay organized and structure my day. This is the part about how to manage your life and be productive. Later, we're gonna talk about what to fill your day with to add the purpose and fulfillment that makes all the work worth it. You may wanna go grab a paper and a pen now to just take some notes and try to visualize the schedule that I'm about to explain. I wish I could show you in person. Obviously, this is a podcast, so I can't show you my schedule, but I will try to walk you through what it looks like as I'm looking at it myself. So I am personally, I'm a paper person. I absolutely love writing something down and crossing it off or checking off a to-do list, just having something tangible in my hand. My issue with paper planners is that I feel like I have to write so much down on repeat since many of the tasks look similar from day to day. Also, it can be bulky to carry around and God forbid I lost my whole planner. That would be a disaster. (laughs) Plus, something in me feels like I don't want to mess it up because I feel this deed and want to keep it looking pretty, which actually creates more work. So that's kind of my issue with like the whole paper planner thing sometimes. I also enjoy using my calendar on my phone to plug in the important dates and appointments as they come up. So as things come up, I just go to my phone calendar and I'll plug that in. But this is also, it's too chaotic to track everything with. It serves a purpose, but it's not its not the place. It's not the thing for all the things. And I also enjoy using Google Notes. Now this is a place where I jot down my thoughts, tasks, basically just brain dump all day long. Because if this mama doesn't write it down, She just does not remember it. (laughs) Hashtag mom brain. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I need to look at one place to stay organized and not overwhelmed. So here's my solution. What I recommend doing is going and creating a Google Doc, which is awesome because you can pull it up on any device at any time and there's no fear of losing your list. So create a Google Doc and title it Fall 2021 necessary and nourishing list. Or it's basically just, you can call it whatever you want. That's kind of what I call it right now. But it's basically just your daily rhythm. It's all about the workflow. It's not about perfection or being too rigid. But I'll explain the name necessary and nourishing in just a few minutes. So then once you have your Google Doc open, go to the top and click on insert, then table, And then highlight the boxes in blue that show eight boxes going down vertically in rows of two. So it's going to look like two, 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 two going down. And then in each of those boxes, you can add the time block that makes the most sense for you and focus on that window of time. So let me just give you an example of what my list looks like. 
So I've got eight blocks on there. The first, it says morning routine, and that time block is from 6.30 a.m. to about 9.30 a.m. Then to the right, next, I have homeschool with the kids. That time block is from 9.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. Then going down to the next, next row, I have lunch, lunch break period. That's from 12 to 1 p.m. Then moving to the right, I've got a, my work block for the day. That's from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Then going down to the next row, I actually have this written in there. So my time block for that, it's dinner slash family time. That's 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at night. But right above that, I literally have, it says 4.30 to 5 p.m. rest slash reset. So I am big, like you've got to schedule in time for you, mom, to like catch a breath, to get some sanity, to rest, to reset. I did a whole episode way early. If you scroll back to the beginning on why I think you should take naps as a mom, you can do whatever fills you up, but you've got to take a minute to like reset and refresh before the evening shift, if you will, because mama's just going to be cranky if you don't do that. <laughs> All right. And then next I've got the evening routine. That's from like nine to 11 PM depending on how you do your evenings or your bedtime. And then at the very bottom, um, I have a weekly commitment list. And this is just, I just added this just yesterday, actually. I wanted to do this because these are all the staple activities that we have every week. So it's titled like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and so, so forth. So like on Monday, I have our homeschool co-op. That's the same every week. Tuesday night, we have prayer room with our church every Tuesday night. Um, then I'm just going to skip down Thursday night. My son has jujitsu every Thursday night. Friday night is date night every night. Um, every week, Saturday is family fun day. Sunday is church and weekly prep. So you can kind of see how, what the things that you have, the activities that don't change from week to week, you can put those in like your weekly commitment list, just so you have that, um, as you look at your day. And then the very last box that I have at the far right bottom Again, I just added this in, but I put weekly to-do list. This is just where you can insert all of those like little simple tasks, like maybe call and schedule this doctor appointment or return the library books or um, gosh, I don't know, call your Aunt Susie, whatever, whatever that is, just like little things. It could be simple. It could be big, but little, you know, pay the electric bill. You can put in those weekly to-do lists. And then from there, you can just kind of like plug that in for the day. So Anyway, that's basically what that looks like. Hopefully you have some kind of visual or can follow along, or maybe you can just even pause the episode and create your Google Doc right now. But the reason why I'm creating this form and created this form is because I wanna do it one time. I don't wanna to have to write down the same things every day when a lot of the tasks need to be done daily. I wanna print five of these papers on a Sunday night write the day of the week at the top, and then fill in all the specifics that make that day unique. Plus, I can always fold up my paper, tuck it in my purse when I leave the house, and it's only one paper. I'm not carrying around like a whole planner notebook. And this works really great if Monday through Friday are similar days in the way that they flow for you. However, if your schedule is literally all over the place, you can just apply this same concept to a paper planner and keep each day completely unique. All I'm really showing you how to do first is time block. And then you'll fill it in with the most important things, the things that will not waver or that you desire to not change. That being said, 
I actually did just order me a paper planner for the last few months of the year, and I'm learning a new scheduling strategy. Okay, so why? Because I'm always looking to learn and grow and do better. And I just was like, well, let me try something new. Let me just learn. There's somebody that I'm following and she's teaching a specific method. I was like, well, let me just see what I can learn from her. Why not? So this is what's working for me. But all that to say, hold on to your plans loosely. And at the end of the day, just do what works for you. Do what resonates with your personality. What's going to serve your commitments and your family vision. I may or may not have some helpful updates and tips to add to this process in the near future as I just keep learning from others too. So hold on to everything loosely, but really do find what works for you. And I just want to share this because this worked really well for me, especially in a busy season. And I know that as we're entering into the fall, the holidays, like this is just a busy season for everybody. So this is on point for helping you kind of get your life together. And if, like I said, if you're in a heavy working season and you've got a lot on your plate, then this is just a really basic scheduling strategy for structuring your days and finding fulfillment. This is perfect for you, the busy mama. So as you go through your days, you're going to keep an eye on the clock and flow from one time block to the next. Simple enough, right? We've got our time blocks on the paper. We're gonna flow from time to time, space to space. But how we order our day, although it's important, what we fill it with is even more important. One thing I can say is that I've never met a mom who is not busy. All my years of building relationships with other moms, it's always fascinated me how every single mom is always busy. I hear them complain about just this or that or being overwhelmed. And it's it's more of a matter of what you choose to be busy at. Some moms run around and their kids do a ton of extracurricular activities or maybe they're really into to sports. Some have littles and are just overwhelmed with laundry. Some run businesses and volunteer a lot. Life looks different for everyone and everyone's busy looks different. And one's not necessarily better than the other, but I think that the point I want to make is that I want you to feel empowered to choose what your busy looks like. It's so easy to be busy, overwhelmingly busy, but how can we make sure that in the midst, we don't miss out on the things that matter most? How can we be busy at the things we not only have to, but want to? The things that light up our hearts. We don't want to look back and live with regret. We don't want to just get things done. We want to be fulfilled and to keep our priorities at the end of the day. So I want you to now think of this daily rhythm, this workflow, what I call the necessary and nourishing list as a place that you can literally create your perfect day. So ask yourself in a perfect day, what would you do during the time that you've been given? This is where I want you to pray and dream a little bit. So now I want you to go to each time block and create a checklist for the non-negotiables in your day. These are the things that will not change from day to day and that are most important to you. So if nothing else got done, but the things that were typed up on the, in the designated time blocks, your day would have felt meaningful still. So ask yourself these key questions. What is necessary and nourishing? What are the things that are necessary? What are the things that have to get done? The things that cannot be avoided? These are just, this is just the, the nitty gritty, the grind of life. Like what is necessary? And then also like what is nourishing? What are the things that 
make my heart feel full, that are meaningful, purposeful, that, that matter to my heart? What are the things that are sacred to my soul? What is nourishing to you? So that's why I call it that. Like at the end of the day, like this is your list of things that are necessary and the things that are also nourishing so that at the end of the day, you're not just productive, but you feel good about it and you feel fulfilled. Also questions that you should ask, pull out a pen and paper. If you don't have a pen and paper, write these questions down and think about it. Is this simple and sustainable? I think that as moms, we really have to be honest with ourselves, especially with business or whatever we like to do. I know that if you dream big and you work hard, like you always want to bite off more than you can chew, but like be honest with yourself. Like what is sustainable? For example, like if you want to, if you're going to write on your list or type it out that you're going to do CrossFit five days a week, like mm, maybe not want to do that because that's, unless you're like obsessed with fitness or you're like a fitness model junkie. Like you're not, you're probably not going to do CrossFit every single day. Like that's not necessarily sustainable, but you can put some kind of movement on there. You can put a couple options, but like, just be honest with yourself. What is something that you can stick with that you truly can do every day and should do every day? Okay. Another question, ask yourself, does it serve my goals and my family's vision? Ask yourself, is it meaningful to me? I love this. This is the best question. Ask yourself, in my perfect everyday day, what are the things I wouldn't want to miss? Or in my perfect everyday day, what are the things I wouldn't want to do without? So use checkboxes. I like checkboxes because I love checking them off. And type in the things that are necessary and nourishing to you. These are the things that typically won't change from day to day for the most part, and they will become your non-negotiables. So I'll just show you a few of my, I, I, well, I, I guess I can't show you, but I can tell you, um, let's see, I'm just looking at it right now. So I've got my morning routine, first blocks, um, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30. So the first thing I have is, well, right now, of course, again, this changes. You're always reevaluating. But right now, my goal is to go to Orange Theory twice a week and then like do some kind of movement. I really encourage you, mom, to do some kind of physical movement, something that feels good to you, something that lights you up. It could be a stretch. It could be yoga. It could be a real quick burst of energy. Just do something physical. It's a great thing to do in the morning and just to focus on your health. So I have that. Um, I also have on there, uh, you can write it however you want to do it. I never want to feel rigid or like it's just a task on this, but like my time with the Lord, you know, right now it says, read the Bible flash beholding. So for example, some mornings I may get up and read the word. Some mornings it may be, I'm on my knees, like with my face on the ground, just worshiping and just looking at Jesus. Like that's it. I just want to be with him. It looks different. Okay, this is funny that I actually have it on my list, but I literally have on a checklist, get ready for the day. And this is so fun. Uh, keep posted. I, I just, uh, I'm going to share with you a few reasons. Well, okay. I'm going to share with you a podcast all about this on why you need to get ready for the day. Maybe even put on some makeup, but it's important because as moms, we forget to take care of ourselves. We literally like, we can get going and we're like, oh my gosh, like it's lunchtime or it's dinner time. I didn't even put on, you know, put on deodorant. I didn't brush my hair. I didn't brush my teeth. Like I'm still in my PJs, whatever. Like you've got to remember to actually get ready for the day. I think it's important. And I did a whole podcast about this. You'll be hearing it very soon. And the cool thing about during that time that you're getting ready, this is the perfect time to listen to self-development. 
you can learn, you can listen to a sermon, you can worship. It's a purposeful time. Like this is a great time. Your brain is open. It's first thing in the morning. Like let yourself absorb some beautiful things. Um, this is also the time for me that it says content creation. So the things that are most uh, that I need the most courage for, the things that I need the freshest mind for, the things that are I need the most creative space for, I want to do that in the very first part of my day before I've even like greeted the kids, before I've had a million questions, before I get interrupted a million times because I need my mind to be most fresh and ready to do the hardest tasks first. So those are just some of the things in my morning routine time block. All right, moving over is homeschool time with the kids from 9.30 to 12. So I've got all the list of things I need to do with my kids. They have their own list. They know what they're to do and they're responsible for, but there's a lot that I'm responsible for, not just to oversee and check in with them, but to teach them certain things. And so I have my list of what I've got to do during that time. And this is a time where like, I'll put my phone away. My goal as I flow from time block to time block is to be all in, fully focused, fully present. If I'm trying to run my business or be or message somebody or respond to a text as I'm homeschooling my kids, I'm not just robbing them. I'm robbing myself. Like I'm not really, I'm not really serving anybody well. And so I really encourage you as you flow from these time blocks to be all in and fully present with a task at hand. Obviously it's not perfect, but that's the goal. All right, next lunch from 12 to one. Literally on that list, I have two things. It's like household chores or things that I write on the whiteboard. So that's like, I don't know, scrub a toilet, clean a bathroom, start the laundry, switch the laundry, things like that, whatever that day looks like. Household chores. But my second thing on the list, and this is all I have, is take a break. Take a break. It is okay to not be on all the time. It is okay to not have to do all the things you need after you've homeschooled your kids. If any of you moms feel me out there, like, you've got to have a break because this is just, it's necessary. <laughs> I actually told my husband this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, babe, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous about this year because I have all five kids doing school and it's just all on me right now. We, I have a tutor for the kids and she's just having a baby. And so um, it's just a lot. I'm like, oh man, I, after I have time with the kids, hours of navigating that, like, Mama's going to need a break or she's not going to be able to shift to the next time block, which is my work block. So from 1 to 4.30, this is when I get my work done. This is when I work on my business. This is when I work on maybe extra projects, volunteering, whatever else that looks like for you. Set some time to do that. It's going to make you feel good that you get to do some of the things that you want to do, some of the things that are going to bless your family or um, just add that dynamic to your home. But schedule in the time for that. And once you've already poured out into your kids in the morning time, like you don't have to feel bad about that. Obviously, you're there, you're available if there's an emergency, but like you can set yourself free to focus on the tasks that you need to do for your business and what you have going on. And so there are the things listed in that work block, the things that I want to do that I need to do every day. Obviously, there's going to be, it's going to change. And I'll tell you about how I fill that in in a minute, but that's what that work block looks like. Okay. Then I also mentioned, I've got a little 30 minute rest 
scheduled in there from 4.30 to 5 before that evening shift starts, before I get into dinner. Like I need my brain to have a break. It's not necessarily that I'm taking a nap or sleeping or like, it's not that. It's like our brains, like we need to rest our minds and just kind of settle our hearts sometimes. And again, I've, I've talked all about this in the past. There's another podcast. I think it's the one about very beginning taking naps, but take a look at it. You'll, you'll hear how I work this out into my day. It's possible. It's possible. That's all I can say. Okay. Dinner time, family time. This is the time where I not just make dinner, but on my schedule, like I want to make dinner certain days of the week with the kids. Like this is something that I'm taking care of a need that's necessary to make dinner for my family, but I'm also allowing it to be a nourishing time, a time where there's memories made, where I'm teaching my kids something, where I get to give them the gift of my patience, my presence, a relationship, a conversation. They can help me in the kitchen. So like that is the goal. It's not just getting through it. It's making it meaningful. Um, this is where I want to make sure I've got that one-on-one time with the kids. It doesn't have to take long, but again, carve out that time with your kids. Uh, This is the time block where I'm going to read aloud to my kids, take a walk with them. I'm going to tuck them in bed. Yes, I have it on the schedule to tuck my kids in bed because that is a non-negotiable for me. That is sacred to me. And you'll find that on the checklist that I have. You'll find that talked about in another episode as well. This is where I'm going to help my kids wrap up their day, whatever it looks like. And I have on there too, quality time with my husband. Moms, are you overlooking one of the most important relationships in your life? Are you even considering your husband at the end of the day? I know that like typically our husbands get the scraps of us. It's just, it, it just happens. It's hard not to like, I, I get it completely. I'm, I'm like the first to raise my hand. Like I'm guilty of that. But if you actually write it down, if you actually are intentional about it, if it's on your mind, on your brain, You can really make sure that you're loving him well, that you're loving him the way he needs to be loved, that you're scheduling in that quality time to connect with him at the end of the day. That is going to make you feel fulfilled because your marriage matters. It is foundational to our homes, to our success and all that we do. Okay, then I've got the evening routine from 9 to 11. Okay, this is where bedtimes come in key. It's, It's really like, I don't even care about the kids going to sleep like, I need to be done for the day. Like I need you to go to your room and we need to be done here because I need time to like, I need quiet, <laughs> I need time to relax and have peace. And so this is a time where I like to write my gratitude. I'll wrap up the day, uh, prep for the next day, whatever that looks like, catch up on messages from the day, like evening routine, whatever that looks like. Uh, and then, like I told you, bottom two boxes, weekly commitments. Those are the things that kind of um, day to day don't change and then weekly to do list. So. I just kind of went into a lot a lot of detail. I know that's a lot of information and content, but I hope that you're following me. I hope this is helpful for you so far that you're getting a vision, you're getting a visual um, to what I'm trying to explain here. And if you'd like to know some more of my specific top 10 tips that, that help me personally, and I think they'll help you too, manage your business and motherhood while staying balanced and fulfilled, then I just want to pause right here and tell you to go over to nourishingmichelle.com and grab this checklist for free. Listen to the corresponding podcast episodes. It's going to give you all of the encouragement, all the biblical perspective, and the practical strategies for pursuing your greatest potential within the walls of your home. 
So for me, I'm going to tell you some of my personal must for the day. I just shared some of those with you and you'll get more of those on that free checklist. But you'll want to go and subscribe to get the rest of this beautiful PDF form um, that you can just print out and have it as an encouragement to you because some of the things that are important to me, you may also want to adopt as priorities to you. Also, I just wanna ask if you would be so kind to do me a favor. Would you just take a minute and even pause right now this episode and leave a quick written review? This is absolutely the best way that you can just say thank you to me for taking my precious time to create this free checklist for you and also just to take the time to pour out all the free value and content that you hear on this podcast. And when you leave a written review and you share this podcast on your social media platforms, this helps me support other women on their journey just like you. Um, it would mean so much and light up my heart if you would just take the time to do that and also just share the word with other mompreneurs in your life that this might be an encouragement to them. Okay, so as a mompreneur, you need to be able to get things done, but you also wanna set yourself up to do the most important things. This is the purpose of today's conversation. So let me just recap what this looks like in action as I just kind of shared all that. So Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, whenever, Sunday, sit down and print out five of your daily necessary and nourishing lists. This is your daily rhythm. This is your weekly workflow. This is going to help kind of structure your day. This is your one daily checklist. Think of it as the master list for managing all the things. It represents how your ideal day will flow. This is gonna include all the things that are necessary to be done and also that are nourishing for you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. All of your non-negotiables. These are the things that aren't gonna change and if at the end of the day, nothing else gets done, they are the most important things. Okay, and so once you print those out, right at the top, the day of the week, and then look at your phone calendar and plug in all the specifics for that week. So look at your calendar day by day, special events, activities, appointments, deadlines, whatever you have going on, go ahead and fill that in with the specifics of that week. Then head over and look at your phone notes. If you're like me, I don't know, like I just have lists and lists everywhere and I keep a lot of it in my phone because my phone's the thing that's always on me and if I write it on a list, I'm gonna lose the paper and all that stuff. So um, look at your phone notes and plug in any tasks or to-dos that need to get done. There's actually a whole bottom right box or block, if you will, that says weekly to-do list. So you can plug it into specific days if you want to. Um, if you're not sure, you can just plug it in and then roll it over the next day. But plug in those other details that you kind of jot down. Because I know that as you, if you're anything like me, if you're as your days go, as your weeks go, your lists actually get longer. So plug those in and actually schedule in a time to get that done. The last thing I want to mention is that although it's great to set your intentions. Remember that nothing will matter if you don't execute. You actually have to do something about it and discipline yourself to follow your plan, your daily workflow that's going to ultimately serve you well. So it's great to have a list. It's great to have intentions, but you actually have to do the hard things and make it happen. Um, I know because that's the hard part. I'm, I love making lists. I love setting intentions, but like 
man, to actually make it happen, that's where it gets tricky. And it's going to take discipline. It's going to take focus, but it's worth it. You are not a slave to your list. The purpose of this process is to create a day that serves you well. It is the thing that's going to allow you to not only be productive, but to live with purpose. This is going to help bring meaning to the mundane. It's the thing that's going to crush the mom guilt and the regret and help you live more fulfilled at the end of the day. This time management process will help you find fulfillment while you manage motherhood and business like a boss. So try it out. Give me your feedback. Email me anytime. Uh, DM me on social media. Uh, send me a message, hello at nourishingmichelle.com. Let me know your feedback. Let me know your thoughts, what works for you. Let me know what I'm missing. But also don't forget to grab your list, my top 10 list over at nourishingmichelle.com. That's just a free checklist for you as a gift. And I just wanted to highlight that specifically because it has so much to do with our conversation today. So before we go, I hope this was helpful and I just want to pray a blessing over you. Father God, I just thank you for the mom listening, Lord. I ask above all that you would just give her wisdom. Give her wisdom, Lord, as she orders her day. I pray that she would set up her day in a way that honors you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would give her the courage to do what she can do and just to trust you with the rest, Lord. So just be reminded that her best is enough, God. But may she never settle for mediocrity. May she always just seek to learn better, to do better, and just to keep growing in all areas of life, Lord, especially in the area of time management, Lord, because I know that the call on her life is great and she needs um, to be intentional and organized to be able to do all that you've called her to do, Father. Lord, I just pray that you would give her the determination to work hard and just to work unto you and all that she does, Lord, that you, you are the thing that brings the purpose to our lives at the end of the day, Lord, and that if her heart is to honor you, you will be glorified in all that she does. Lord, I pray that others would see the good works, her good works, and they would give glory to her father in heaven, Lord, that you would get glorified in all that she does and everything she sets her hand to would be blessed. So I just thank you for the mom listening. Thank you for the time that she's investing into herself to grow and to learn and just be all that you've called her to be, Lord. I pray that you would just put your anointing on her today and bless her with joy as she continues the rest of her day, the rest of her week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, you like mama so please leave a review. Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 